Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio. No genuine attempt. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. I'm Dusha. And boys, How Goods Footy. Finally upon us. Oh, yep. This Thursday, it starts. And I don't think I've ever been more excited for the start of a, of a football season. I, could, I, could, I need to take a shower. <laughs> is that purely because of the return of Gaz? I just everything. Yeah. Everything about this season is fucking exciting. And I don't know why. Well, that's really weird because, like, as a reminder, you back for Geelong, who have won premierships in the last couple of years, basically. Yeah. So you're a greedy bastard. <laughs> I want more. Or no, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not even just. I'm not even just being <laughs> selfish. I'm excited just just for footy. Like yeah. I am so the the Ashes series was a bit shit because it was close to start with, and then we had like it was over by the third test. Yeah, the fourth test was a draw, and the fifth test was like, oh yeah, cool, fun. Can't rely on cricket, mate. No, you can't. You can't. I'm pumped. I just love footy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and watch every single game this week. Fuck. Uh, That's hard, mate. There's probably, some I probably won't be able to do it. Um, Good luck. Yeah. There are going to be some crossovers, aren't there? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, there definitely will be. You can watch one live, then watch the other. Like, pick which one you're more excited to see mm. live. Like, who's then... Fremantle playing? Oh, Port Adelaide. I nah, don't give a shit about that. Oh, but see, part of me is like, I want to watch that game because I want to see, see like, how the new guys Watts go? and Rockcliffe and, and Don Barry and all these pick And, and I want to see Fife. And also, Fife like, is back. if Port don't get up. You get to see Koshi crack the shits, which is oh. one of my favorite things. Finally, some revenge. Well, yeah, it'd be good to see, like, Rockcliffe's going to be playing his first game for Port. So, if he has a shit one, that would be pretty good as well. <laughs> do you, do you, I know we've, we've gone through this at length just in life about how you feel about t- players that leave your club, Brisbane, for other clubs. Yes. Do you begrudge Rocky that much, though? Like, he gave a lot when he was there. Look, I do. And there's not really a spot for him. Is there a two word phrase that you would have to describe? He's a traitorous cunt. Yeah, there we go. And to be fair, (laughs) there are quite a few of them spread throughout the AFL because that's how many players have left my team in the previous sort of five or so years. So there's quite a few of them. Do I. A lot of them are really good players at the clubs they've gone to as well. Tom Rockcliffe is kind of like, I mean, he got Vossi fired. 
Um, I think Vossi got Vossi fired. Vossi did get Vossi fired, but Rockcliffe kind of Also, didn't I think help. Brendan Favola got Vossi fired. There's a lot of things that got Vossi fired. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a Voss the Boss t-shirt on the website in the AFL, uh, the Brisbane Lions shop. And I always wanted to buy it. I never did because I just figured it would be around forever because Voss will always be the boss. And you can't find them anymore. If anyone finds one, <laughs> just, fuck, I'd love it. Do you know what? Do you know, do you know, I'll probably be able to buy them from the Port Adelaide shop because he's an assistant coach there. <laughs> Voss is the assistant the boss. Hang on. Do you know what's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. right? So, Rockcliffe gets him fired as coach of Brisbane. Mm. Leaves Brisbane two years later to yep. play at Port Adelaide, where Voss is now a midfield coach. Voss is the yeah. Jared Pollock left Brisbane for the same reason; couldn't yep. handle Vossi. Mm-hmm. Now is playing at the club where Voss is the co- is a coach. I think you'll find. I mean, it's probably water under the bridge, but there's another aspect to it where it was probably they both kind of wanted out of the club as well. I don't know if it was specifically Michael Voss related. But yeah, I'm assuming they like Rockcliffe. Why would you go there if you had a massive beef with Voss? I'm sure they hashed it out before, and he was like, "Yeah, it's all going to be fine." Money. The Pollock one's interesting because Voss took the job after Pollock got traded there. Yeah, like several <laughs> a week later, couple of years, like a week later, oh, he really? was like, "Yeah, I'll take the job." And I was like, "Yes, cop that, you fucking fuck." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm pumped. I, there's, yeah, there's too many traders, but what can you do? There's been some. Um, I, I'm assuming you're pumped because your team's actually like a chance. Yeah, look. And I'm going to the game this weekend as well, so that's extra pumpedness for me. Um, Same. Are you going to the? You going? I can't make it. Yeah, they've got a game in Victoria, which doesn't happen a lot. I know. Round one. Round one. Oh, no. And they and in round one against the Saints, they <sighs> are. They're a chance. A big every chance. fucking chance. Well, you know, blame my brother for going and getting married. <laughs> oh. Isn't he a Brisbane supporter? Oh no, he doesn't really follow sport. I remember he when we like were a in flog. Yeah, no, he is a bit. I remember when we were in the. This is my younger brother, by the way. My older brother's very into Brisbane. Boycott Onion Heads wedding. <laughs> when we were in the 2001 Grand Final against Douches Bombers, my little brother, who's not into sports at all, we call him No Sports Carney. He comes into the room and goes, oh, "I hope Essendon win." We pretty much kicked him out of the house for the day. <laughs> Also, you fucking jinxed us because we lost. <laughs> hey, you'd had a good run the year before. I hate him now. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you in a position to make a speech at the wedding? Uh, look, I mean, like, I feel like anyone can at a wedding. I, can get, <laughs> just, I, I don't know if that's how they work, but sure, sure. Just stand up yeah. at one point. Be like, oi, fuck you. I'm just making mental notes now about the wedding that I will eventually have. And based on both of your approaches to anyone being able to make speeches, you may not be invited. You just- <laughs> oh, anyone can make a speech. I'll fucking stand outside. Like, just wait. <laughs> just I'm just going to elope. No one will be there and you'll just be out the front of wherever oh, wait, we you're are. You're engaged. Your wedding is like... A possibility. Well, I mean, it's statistically will happen. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. There's a high statistical likelihood. I forgot that because will- in my head I was like... <laughs> Handsome Tom's wedding. How do we ages away? But closer than my brain thought. Jobs is sooner than mine. Fuck. Another another back. chance for a speech. Oh, I've got so many speeches. I might take a specky as well. <laughs> actually, you're, you're re-invited yes. to mine. <laughs> when they throw the bouquet, just go yeah, for um, it. Actually, fun fact on the specky story. Um, I don't know if I've told this on air before. I don't think I have. But I went to a music festival where the lead singer of Hunters and Collectors was playing. And during Holy Grail, I was holding a can of... Carlton Draft, and my quite big friend was standing in front of me, so I threw it up in the air and took a massive mark off him. <laughs> Did you land it, though? Well, I caught it good. and like, landed kind of on my ass, but it was huge. So was it worth it? Yeah, it was real good. Did a lot of people see it? Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> I got up... Like, Did Mark Seymour see it? Mark Seymour did not see oh, it. That we know of. That Yeah, like he didn't acknowledge it, but it was huge. Like I don't think I've gotten that high ever. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> drop the beer either, which is oh, surprising. Like, as in, like, I didn't spill any. I don't know. 
It was open. I don't know why I threw it, but it was great. Anyway, <laughs> Holy Grail, great, great song. Reminds me of footy. Uh, we got bad footy. <laughs> we got the AFL Women's Grand Final this week. Yeah, massive. I want to question the scheduling. It, Why is it, it on the same week as the opening of the the, the men's season? I think it happened this. It happened uh, the week before. No, no, what? it happened like this last time as well. I don't agree with it. Yeah, and no, I think it happened la- this time last time as well. I kind of, I just think it should be its own game on its own weekend. Just started a now week earlier. Now there's ten games. To, to be fair though, some people were talking about oh, they should just make it a curtain raiser before the game at the G on Saturday. I'm like, no, 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 because it's not a curtain raiser. It's a yeah, league it's, in its own, and it's the fucking grand final. And it's the fucking grand final. So to have it, they've had it. At, they're having it at Icon Park, which is their biggest sort of capacity stadium they've got yeah. in Victoria for the women's league. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm like, you know what? I, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't is remember it off the top Saturday? of my head. It is Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it's one oh five. Now they've moved the time up because I, I heard they were going to. Because people were like, we a lot of Bulldog supporters were like, I know a lot of Brisbane supporters Brisbane were saying supporters. we want to go to the game and then be able to go to the Brisbane Saints game at three at Etihad. Yeah, three twenty five is the start of the Lions game, so it was going to be a bit fucked. So they moved yeah. the time ahead. I think about half an hour. So it's twelve thirty five, which is now. which is so fine. people can get to yeah. both now. I find it weird. Like I know that the AFL Women's is, is free entry throughout the season. Yep. I find it strange the grand final's not ticketed purely for the reason of like if you've got people coming down from Brisbane, they might get to the ground and it's a lockout. Well, I think they've said that if you are a member, they will get you into that ground. Okay. I'm surprised though they're not doing like zero, like just tickets. Even yeah, though tickets they're not- that don't cost anything. Yeah, just, yeah. just get a yeah. ticket, reserve a seat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, with the Bulldogs playing, and I don't think the Bulldogs are playing on Saturday, like the men's team. Yeah. Bulldog supporters will fucking turn up in droves. Oh, absolutely. What's the capacity of that grand? Uh, I think the reason they picked it is because it's about 20, 22,000. Might not be enough. How many did they get to last year's grand final? Well, put it this oh, that way. Was in Brisbane, round think. one season opener. Yeah. Well, uh, it was huge, wasn't it? Collingwood Carlton last for their first ever. For the inaugural women's game ever was played at Icon Park. Yeah. And they got a lockout. So we could be looking at that here. Whereas, yeah, the, the Brisbane one last year was played at Metricon because Brisbane wasn't available. The gap wasn't available because of the cricket. Bloody cricket. Every year it happens. Bunch of bullshit. So the Bulldogs captain, um, Katie Brennan, has been suspended today. Yes. For a sling tackle. Um, have, you seen, have you boys seen it? I watched it, yeah. What do you think? I think it's consistent that's, that's with, the with what they've been doing. That's yeah. it. I look at it and I'm like, oh, you don't want to miss the grand final for that. She However, pinned, She pinned an arm. She pinned an and arm. And her head hit the ground. So what can you do? It's two motions. She and picks also, her up and then, yeah. Oh, she's she's been reprimanded earlier in the season for rough conduct. So it's kind of like... What can you do? It's really shit. She's the captain. It's shit, but it's probably fair under although, the system. Although, as we know from 2016, Bulldogs in premierships without their captains. Well, so uh, that's true. They'll, they'll have to fight it, surely. I think they've said they will. Okay, because what have you got to lose? Probably one more game added onto it or that sort of thing? It'd be so that or that. No, no, under the new system, um, yeah. there's no more extra games to find. Like with you know Port Adelaide challenge the Robbie Gray one from the preseason. Oh, he got no extra. So they've they've actually scrapped that you will get incur an extra penalty by challenging. That was one of the big things that um, Hocking, Steve Hocking, who came from Geelong, who's now the operations manager of the AFL, because every time one of Geelong players got reported, they're like, oh, "That's bullshit." He'll get three weeks if you challenge it. Yeah, I just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so we copped a lot of it. So I think yeah. he's he's put that rule in. But yeah, so I think they'll just get a fine. Yeah, My understanding. Rough. Yeah, so they'll definitely fight it then. They'd have to. They would have to. If it's you... a fine, hmm. there's probably gonna, we're probably going to see massive, just like everyone challenging everything. Yeah, it's going to be great. Especially for like higher, for instance, the, was it Dangerfield last year? The Dangerfield out? one, yep. The cruiser tackle. Any of Tom Hawkins' jumper punches, they'll all get challenged. <laughs> Did Dangerfield challenged last year? No, they didn't. Oh. But, you know, the reason Scott didn't is because they were like, we're thinking about it 
and then they decided not to because if they had have challenged it, he would have got two weeks instead of one. Mm, interesting. They put the club ahead of the brown though. They did. Very good. To be fair, the AFL still diddled him out of it by not giving best on ground votes in that Collingwood game where he kicked two goals in a game where like mm. no goals were kicked and he, he was I was at that fucking game. Yeah. All in the third quarter, Collingwood were throwing everything at the goals and could not hit a target to save themselves. Geelong couldn't get it in our forward 50. Dangerfield just picked it up from one end and just ran to the 50-meter line and bombed it in, and we kicked a goal to give us the lead at three-quarter time. Yeah. That's a match winner. That's three votes. He didn't even feature in the votes. But because if he had have, he would have tied with Dusty, and it would have been fucking awkward because he was ineligible for something bullshit. Had he already been Gil, wrong? I'm saying it right now. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> get my tinfoil fucking hat on right now. Round one hasn't even started. <laughs> I'm cracking this case wide over, boys. <laughs> I'm Fuck. coming after you, Gil. <laughs> uh, who's your tip for the game? For the women's game? Yep. I want I want the dogs. Fucking dog. And I think they will win. Why? The better team all year. I'll uh, piss off. Have they been? Yeah. <laughs> They've been second. Brisbane had a rocky, first had a rocky or second start. on the ladder all year, mate. And they did kind of fluke it, coming from like fifth to second in the final round. But um, everything went their way. Yep. They've had their luck. No, but you know what? They'll be burning to win because they lost last year. They lost the grand final. They're yeah. not going to want to lose two in a row. Well, you know. They're going to come down. Big Sabrina's going to clunk fucking 10 marks, kick five goals. They're going to win. That's all right. Ellie Blackburn will just knock her out before the game starts. That's how the Bulldogs play. <laughs> Dusha, who are you tipping? I'm going to go with Bulldogs. I think the crowd will get behind them. And I think that they're just going to be, after finishing higher on the ladder, had a better season all around. They're just going to be hungrier for it. And if, well, if, if Brennan gets rubbed out, they'll want to win more. Yeah. Weirdly. Well, I, I thought I'd been heard enough by all the traitorous cunts in the league. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's two more in this room, apparently. Are you counting yourself there? Yeah, yeah definitely. I've never changed teams. Yeah, never. Have you guys either. listened to the... Uh, actually, yeah, damn it. Have you guys uh, listened to the Change of Club songs? No, I've read a lot about it, but I haven't actually heard them. I've only listened to the Brisbane one, and it's... They sound, they, they sound just like better quality. Yeah. They, don't, they haven't changed... It's not like all of a sudden there's a bazooki solo in the middle of like the Bombers theme song. <laughs> there's huge backlash... Against the AFL, and the AFL have come out and be like, the clubs approached us to do this yes. because the audio quality is 50 years old. And, like, what do you want us to say? And, like, people are cracking the shits. Richmond have actually changed a line in their song. Ooh. I can't, do you remember which one it is? Apparently, on the recording, the line is risking head and skin, but the line is actually risking head and shin. Mm. And I think it's, well, it's either, it's either they've changed it to risking head and shin because that's what it's supposed they, to be. Yeah, it's shin. They've changed it to shin. Because, yeah, apparently in the recording, it's skin, but the official lyrics are risking head and shin. I wouldn't have changed that. Especially I mean, after they've just won the grand final. Now nah, they're cocky. They think they could do anything. It's interesting. But yeah, there's backlash against that. But the club have literally said, nah, we made a mistake with that like 50 years ago. Can we just fix it? Like, let's just do it. So, uh, so and it's and it's true that they Geelong are changing their lyrics so that any instance where the word Geelong is, it's just Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are Gary Ablett Jr., the greatest team of all. That's fair enough. I'd say um, Or the other option is Danger Woodlet. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear the thing about the AFL wanting to bring in a reserves comp next year? This is this is this is interesting. Yeah, so that would be all eighteen clubs would have a reserves team playing off against one. Say if Brisbane's playing Essendon in round one, their reserves teams would play each other in round one and so Fuck, on. That's yeah, because I hadn't heard about this. So it's basically turning the VFL into well, no, it kind of supersede the VFL. Yeah, well. I did read the VFL will still exist, but it will be just be like sort of like smaller. Could you imagine how fucked it would be? They, they, they will yeah. gonna, they, they'll lose. So Geelong won't be a VFL side anymore. Yeah. 
Collingwood won't be a VFL side anymore. Yeah, Essendon. Uh, Essendon will lose their VFL. Like a lot of clubs have just got VFL sides. That they'll just even the clubs that are affiliated, like Box Hill with the Hawthorns. Richmond, they won't do one anymore. Like it's a huge call. I get why the AFL want to do it. It gives coaches because you do. You sometimes you drop a player and then you don't have full control of where they're playing in the reserves, so you can't sort of get all the game plans and all this shit. It would it'd basically be like your club could mimic their game plan in the reserves team and everything could run more smoothly. Well, see, it, but, it, but it works for teams. So, like, even in the Brisbane and your kneeful, yeah. the Brisbane team trains with the Brisbane. Like, yeah. in my head, I imagine that the two te- like Chris Fagan, the coach of Brisbane, would have a lot of say in how the, the state-level team plays certain players. Yeah. In the same way that uh, Matthew Knight's former Bombers coach, champion... Uh, we don't talk about <laughs> He consults with Chris Scott about what is needed for the players in the VFL side. Yeah. I think where they get stuck is where you have teams like um, St Kilda's VFL affiliate, which is like, I think like the- Is it Williamstown? Wh- nah, maybe. Maybe not anymore, but yeah. maybe it was. But the Hawks you- still with Box Hill? Hawks are still with Box Hill. Yeah. So where you have like teams that are completely independent mm. doing their own shit. The Northern Bulls, Blues are like a Ballarat team, yeah. I think. It's just it's the most interesting thing is for the VFL because they don't know what it would be anymore. Surely they're not on board. Yeah, because this is because then there's AFL AFL reserves and the VFL. So like VFL's gone from like seconds to thirds, basically, and that, they yeah. would lose so many players. Yeah, unless it's and a lot of those VFL clubs have already re- like Frankston, no Port Melbourne was on its knees like a year ago was going to be kicked out. Yeah, all the players decided they weren't going to get paid, and then they won a fucking VFL Grand Final. There's your story. There's your heartwarming <laughs> tale of triumph. I wonder if the VFL would just be abolished and they would become the AFL reserves. Oh no, they wouldn't do that. Because then, what happens to clubs like Port Melbourne, who are insanely, you it's know, and Williamstown, Box Hill, there's um, Port Melbourne Swans, Werribee. Like, <laughs> well, what happens though? Like, I feel like this is a, I feel like this is the AFL being like, um, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna do this thing that's just fucking weird, uh, because we've got nothing better to do. We need to fix the game. The game's fucking good. Last season gave you one of the best seasons of the recent memory. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, just leave it alone. Make a lot of changes. They are. Some of them are for the better. Mm. I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. Yep. Fix the match review panel system because that's the thing that makes everyone angry, yep. especially us Geelong supporters because Tom Hawkins just can't stop punching people in the jumper. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it. Just, he's just like, oh, oh, what, you're looking at me? Bang, jumper punch. <laughs> um, Speaking of dickheads, Jordan Goey's back at Collingwood this week. Hang on. That's not a fair segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, that's fucked. Did we he, talk about this before? No, we, other point? we haven't. So he, he is injured, so he's not going to play round one. But if he was fit, he'd probably play round one, which and is was it two or three weeks ago that he lost his license for drunk. Ah, uh, no. So it was about a month ago, oh, and okay. Eddie Maguire. So the club statement said we're going to ban him indefinitely. He's going to have to do community service, and he won't be training with the group. <laughs> a month later, he's training with the group. His community service—they've just stopped. Like he was had to get a job, and they haven't worried about that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Maguire came out and said, "Oh no, look, he's." Uh, every chance to play round one um, because, you know, we feel like he's served his penance and he's learnt a lot from the process and then conceded that the actual reason is that he's a good player and they need him. Yeah. And it's like... He actually said that. Yeah, no, he, he's, there was a quote attributed to the, the fucking dead shit Maguire. But there's, there's a quote attributed to him saying that thing and I'm like, if he was a player who wasn't good, like the perfect example is, just to look back at my own great club, Steve Johnson. Yeah. The year we win a premiership, he gets drunk, jumps off a roof, breaks his feet, <laughs> and they're like, not only do you have to do the rehab on your own, you're also not training with the group for six months, yeah. and you're playing VFL. 
and that was and he he didn't come back into the side until well and tru- truly into the season. Yeah, and then one and Norm Smith. I mean, best on grand grand final fucking yeah. The, I think the difference there is you've got a club with a really strong culture, and then you've got Collingwood who kind of just like pick and choose their battles. Look, I'm happy to go on record and say no, Collingwood notorious dickheads. Eddie Maguire very good at saying the correct thing at the right time. Remember that time when uh, those people were calling Adam Goods an indigenous player an ape, uh, and then Eddie Eddie Maguire came out and was like, "Oh no, I support Adam Goods a hundred percent." And then in the same breath was like, maybe he should play King Kong in the new musical King Kong. And everyone went, the fuck did you just do, mate? And then he's like, no, 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 no. Guys, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a, okay, I'm sorry that if I offended you. And then he finally had another crack and went, I said the wrong thing, guys. I shouldn't have. And he rang Adam Goods and apologized. And then last year when he did a similar thing uh, where he said he drowned Caroline Wilson. Yeah. And then he was yeah, like, oh, no, was... no. But, guys, it was a joke. She's got to have a sense of humor. It was a joke. It was a joke. Um, they have a history of hating one another. And yeah. he's a bit of a bully. Oh, no, it's a joke. Oh, I apologize again. I shouldn't have said that. But everyone's just too sensitive. All right. No, I shouldn't have said that because it's detracting from motor neuron disease. Actually, I shouldn't have said that because it's sexist and fucking rude. I'll just take it. Just shut up. He had five goes at that apology last year. Five. <laughs> That's, he's Just, a fuckhead. Why do they let him make... Like, everyone talks about, like, you, you know, you want to tee off about Mark Williams and all these other people. Eddie Maguire is all you need because he will say something dumb every week. I guarantee it. And this is just stupid. Just lie. Everyone knows that the reason you're bringing him back early is because you need him to play. Mm-hmm. I guess on one hand, though, he's actually being really honest to me. Like, nah, we need him and that's why he's back. Yeah, but he's not really being that honest because he didn't say it like that. No. It's like they're in a sub, like the obvious subtext, but it's subtext. He wasn't like, look, Collingwood, it's going to be rough to reach the eight. But if we got him, we're a sniff early on. They're not. They're missing. Yeah. They, they, they've literally got the same problem this year. No back line. The small forwards are both injured. Mm. Not the club qu- president's a fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, correct. The um, coach has question marks all over him. And one of their star recruits, uh, his hamstrings just don't, and calves don't work. Daniel Wells. The same, same yeah. injuries he had at the start of last season. They're kind of just missing like top-line quality players outside of Pendlebury. And um, to be fair, as much as I like Adams and Trelaw are, yeah. are, are or good. Or even your mate, Steel Sidebottom. He's a good player. I, I thought you were questioning him being picked in like the top 50 and that sort of thing. Yeah, he shouldn't be in the top 50. Did you see Robbo's top 50 today? I didn't, but I heard about it from you boys briefly. Guess yeah. who made the top number one spot? Wow. Paddy Dangerfield. Hey. Hey. There are Boy. a few. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are Adam. a few nowhere. Question marks Sean's come prepared. That I want to run by you guys. I've never done an episode of anything with Sands Pants Radio where someone has come this fucking prepared to a, to a <clears> recording. <throat> so how do we feel about Dangerfield versus Martin? I would go Dangerfield number one. Yeah, like the reason they do is because he kicks goals, and yeah. also he's more reliable. I want to put this to you, Dusha. I've realised that I've just—I don't know if I back my myself in that statement. Now, nah, keep going. Back yourself. Yeah, yeah. Dangerfield far more reliable than Dusty. I okay. think. No, over the years, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. Again, probably this is the thing. People are like, no, Dusty won the Brownlow last year. Yeah, I bring you back to the conspiracy I raised earlier. Yeah, yeah. You blew the case wide open. Danger gets three votes in that, and it's a tie. Yeah. And even though he's ineligible, it's a tie. Yep. Tinfoil. And he was robbed out for a week because he got suspended, so he missed Correct. a game. He missed another one. And he missed a game. Tinfoil hats for everyone. <laughs> I think I've got mine on. <laughs> <laughs> I should just um, say, this is Mark Robinson, who's the chief footy writer for the Herald Sun. He does his top 50 every year. Yep. So, danger's first. Uh, the next big question mark for me. Oh, you're pointing at number eight, aren't number you? Number eight, Joey Danaher. Nah. Oh. 
you know why? Bit high. Danaher. That's an exciting name to say. <laughs> no, he's going to explode this year. Right. He might. But is this a? This is the current top fifty, or is it like this is what I think the top fifty is going to shape out to be at the end of the year. I think the reason is, yeah, <laughs> Dusha's twirling his hands around, uh, not dissimilar to Joey Danaher's signature celebration when he <laughs> bombs it from sixty-five out. In the wet. <laughs> in the wet. It's always in the wet. Oh, it always is. Him and his awful moustache. How oh, is he so able good. to play so well in the wet for a guy who was like 202 centimetres tall? <laughs> his agility is... He needs to have a nap brilliant. to touch his toes because it takes so long to get there. And But he doesn't need to. <laughs> like, um, I get tired just looking at how tall he is. <laughs> <laughs> I met him in the off-season. He's a great bloke, too. Mm. He looks like he would be a good bloke. Yeah, he... He can sink beers like it's nobody's business. He as looks. Well. There's a lot of room to put those yeah. beers. How <laughs> high did you have to crown your neck to look at him? <laughs> Pretty high. Yeah, did, uh, did you was, throw was, your back out? Weirdly, he was like kind of slouched, and I was like, "Because he's so tall." AFL players' bad posture wouldn't expect it. He didn't want you. To, he didn't want you to feel bad. So, well, kinda... I actually saw it was at a music festival, and it's on like a the stage is like at the bottom of like a hill, and I just like turned around, and I could just see his head, and I was like, "Is that?" Oh my god! It was good. It was like, and and so you met him. Yeah, then I met him. How cool were you when you met him? I did you shake his hand. See, yes, I did. Um, weirdly, though, um, it As turns he- out he's friends with people I went to school with. Yeah, so I was able to like be real chill about it because I was just like, oh hey boys, haven't seen you in a couple of years. What's going on? I'm like, oh this is their uh, mate Joe, and you're like, oh yeah, you you play you play footy, yeah, yeah. Joe. I was with uh, one of my friends who did not contain her cool. Can I ask a question about you on the inside? I was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was still like, from the point where I first saw him to the point where I was talking to him, I was like, this this isn't happening. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, like the, my friend that I was with, she was just like, said to him, oh my fucking God, you're my favorite player. Go the Dons. And then like instantly just like caved in on herself. And he just like laughed and said, thanks. Fucking oath. <laughs> That's amazing. I, so again, called- Sean, I think eight is too low. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like by the end of the season, he's in the top ten. Yeah, is he there now? Eh. Robbo kind of does this though. Is Robbo jo- doing it? As he like does a-, a bit of speculative stuff. Mm, okay, he's he's one of the best fours in the comp. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, he's exciting to watch as well. Is he the second best he's- forward in the comp? Um, no, he's in there at five. No, I don't think he's the second best. Who's better? No, no, he is the best. Oh, you think he's better than Buddy? Get the fuck uh, out. Actually, no, I, I forgot about Buddy. <laughs> Buddy's on his way out, though. Buddy's, oh, but Buddy's, Buddy's a different prospect. Yeah. Buddy can, you can, the thing about Buddy is you could play him anywhere. He's like Dangerfield, but better as a forward, but can also play in the middle. Mm, that's fair. Now, look, there's a Josh Kennedy in the top 10, but I think it's the wrong one. Set him on fire. Get him out of there. <laughs> They've got West Coast Kennedy in there. Nah, get him out. Don't agree with it. Don't, oh, right. but he, he nearly won a Coleman last year. Don't yeah, he care. Didn't. You fucking didn't. Because Franklin kicked 12 in the last game. <laughs> Kennedy kicks five and the Eagles still don't win. So who cares? Kennedy's... He's... Actually, you know what? To be honest... So nah. he's, he's 10, right? He's 10. Yeah. Well, to compare him to him and Joe Danaher, Joe Danaher's not kicking five in a game that Essendon don't get up. But I, I think I think yep, Joe, does, Joe does a lot of stuff just around the ground as yeah. well. Joey's like, just a more exciting player. And takes huge marks. Or are we just very biased towards Victorians? No, I'm I'm personally not. I'm happy to call him my friend now. So uh <laughs> my friend Are you gonna my uh, friend Joe fr- friend of the show, Joe Danner? <laughs> um oh. it's, I had a, actually I had a massive off season. No, actually, maybe it was last year. Because I've also met um <laughs> Libba. Yeah. Uh, 
fuck. I'll just get them all around one day. It'll be good. Just, <laughs> Let's have an episode where none of us are in it. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just them. All the, all the footy players do tonight. <laughs> Libba. <laughs> Danaher. I need to make a th- friends with a third. Well, so you got this season to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or Libba, Danaher, and one of us. <laughs> or no, one, no, of them, one of, of them brings a friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, Sean, you can be in it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you should be in it if it's Joey. Nah, no, that makes it better for me. Because <laughs> then I get to hear a recording where you are with two AFL players and like, you guys aren't that good. I don't rate <laughs> Yeah, just, just show me like, yeah, look, I've just looked at this thing. You shouldn't be eight, Joey. I reckon you're 15. I'll tell you who is too high for me. Yep. At number 12, Marcus Bontempelli. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think he's too high. He is a Rolls Royce. He's not. He's going to win a Brownlow. No, I'm talking about if you base it off of last season. Yep. No, not top 12. I'm still putting him in 12, mate. You're a fool then. Okay. <laughs> you know who I put before him? Who? Dane Beams. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I actually would. I put him close. He gets 30 touches and he kicks goals. There's only five players in the AFL who average over 20 touches and one goal every game. Is Dangerfield one of them? Dangerfield, Martin, Ablett, Zorko, Beams. Are two of them from Brisbane? Yeah. What Do you know the, what, though? That's what are the, the other t- only people yeah, scoring goals. <laughs> you don't have to dig too deep into it. No. Like, what are the other 20 players doing? Just look at the team. stats on the surface and yeah. just you know put beams in the top. Is there team. a Brisbane in the top? There is, isn't there? There's Dane Zorko at 20, which I'm fine with. Yeah. That's pretty high for a team that finished bottom of the ladder. Yeah, but Zorko's a gun, mate. He fucking had a huge year. <laughs> no, he was. I, I, I will give that. Do you know what's great is if at, any point, if at any point we disagree with you, we'll just get angry. merit. Yeah. He's in the top 20. I do want to just mention at 15, Patrick Cripps. I don't believe he's in the top 20. No, I me mean, neither. That's one I will get rid of. Yeah, that's he missed Dropped eight games him last in- year and he missed the game. He missed the whole season before that. Why is he ahead of James, uh, Dane Beams? I don't understand. Drop Josh Kennedy out and uh, drop, uh, drop Bloody Cripps bullshit. Out. You got Michael Hurley at 21. No, that's fair. Michael Hurley is such a weird player for me because I hated him for ages because he was so unreliable. That's because they played him in the forward line and he's not a forward. Yeah. James Hurd's like, nah, we'll play him forward and give him lots of drugs. <laughs> Should Robbie Gray be higher than 22? Uh, mm, I don't think he's the best player at Port Adelaide, though. Well, they've got a pretty stacked team, to be honest. But he's not the best player there. Who, so I'd, rate who would I put higher than him? I'd, I'd rate Wingard higher than him. Wingard goes at 40 in this list. Uh, and I'd, I'd even low. put only Wines ahead of Gray. Yep. See, I have this thing about every team has a barometer. So every team has a player who, if they're playing well, you go, oh, well, their team, the team's going to win. Yeah. I don't think Gray plays well every time. So in terms of a player that's like indicative of a team playing well, Wingard. I think. No, not even that. Wingard plays well or Dixon. Times. It's Dixon or Westoff for me for Port. I think well, yeah. They're both very valuable. If they're playing well, if they're able to, if, if Westhoff's able to get forward and kick a couple of goals while also playing off the halfback flank. Dixon's in the top 50. Good. He should be. He had a really good year. He should be. Max Gorn's at 30, and I think he'll be higher by the end of the year. I think Absolutely. He'll be he will top be. 10 because he he's going to have be. a huge season. Any other ones that you just hated, well, Sean? I think Mitch Duncan's too low at 49. No, I'm happy for him to be there. I'm happy that he's in the top 50. You're just happy that he got an invite to the well, party? Because, I mean, this is the problem, right? So, Geelong probably... The issue we have at Geelong is this, we just have too many good players. Uh, no, <coughs> is that in, in Geelong... Too many good players, but not enough flags recently? No. Dude, what do you think of this like arrogance that exists in Geelong? What arrogance? I've got a few Geelong mates, and there's all just like it's kind of like which ones? Who's arrogant? I'll go and slap them and be like, "Stop being arrogant! Just we haven't done anything. It's Shut just up!" A bunch of arrogance at Geelong. I don't know. It's just like you just expect wins. And it's no, we like, don't. No, I think I know too I, many people are back for Hawthorne to be even notice Geelong's arrogance. Well, Hawthorne's at a different level. Hey, do you know what I'm looking forward to? Mm. Yeah, the Richmond have won a flag. How fucking unbearable their supporters are going to be for the Ugh. next twelve months. <sighs> they were already unbearable. Too, I know. So it's Once just... they made it into the finals. I was at, again. I, I was at that game. It was. I was. It was the worst. It was the worst. Mm. I felt like Sean at every game he's ever been to in the last ten years. 
like all on the verge of tears then. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just constantly going for toilet breaks just to get your shit back together. You know what's like frustrating about going for a, a you know, team at the bottom <clears throat> of the ladder? It's sometimes you rock up at a game and they're just not in it from the outset. Yep. Like you, at least you want to be in it at quarter time. I want to at least have had a chance to stand up and cheer for a goal. But when you concede the first six goals and it's just fucked and it's over, you're just like, oh, well, okay. So I will say this is the only time my Geelong arrogance appears hmm. is that if we get outscored by like four or five goals in the first quarter, I'm not worried because <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're still a chance. Yeah. Because traditionally we come home like bullshit artists and uh, can often steal games. I, yeah. I was at the MCG when – we beat Richmond, and that was seven goals up halfway through the third quarter, and we kicked two goals on the eve of three-quarter time. Richmond then did not kick another goal for the game, and Geelong went fucking bananas. And this is pre-Paddy Dangerfield. Harry Taylor kicked two goals. I just swung him forward, and he's like, yeah, all right, I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me go. <laughs> Way. Joel Selwood kicked one from outside 50. Like, they just, just went ridiculous. Is he going to kick more goals this year? Selwood? It's no. funny because I see him get talked about like, oh, I need more goals from him. And I, for some reason, I just always remember that season where he kicked 30. Yeah. Which is probably about three years have ago. You, have you heard about that story behind that though? What happened? So Alan Christensen, who now plays for Brisbane, yeah. um, and Selwood had a bet. So Christensen started playing more midfield time after being recruited as a small forward. And for some reason, they had a bet that it was like, well, if you're playing more midfield time, playing about the same midfield time as me, so you can kick more goals. And so Joel Selwood deliberately would put himself in positions as captain and like send other players away from him so he could kick goals, so he would kick more goals on Alan Christensen. I've lost some amount of respect for Joel Selwood based off of that. But at the same time... Where'd you finish that season? Uh, I think we made finals. Anything worse than a grand finals? Just fucking disgusting from Selwood. It's not. <sighs> I'll like back that. him. He's got a great name. <laughs> no, this, this would be Selwood. Joel. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get that joke. I didn't I'm, either. I'm sorry, like, guys. Sel- Do you know Selwood? what, though? Because yeah. I was like, why? Because your name's Dusha. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever called you Joel... You just did. Ever. Besides just now. <laughs> I mean, now is like the first time. Yeah. Uh, Even when I first met you, you were like, I'm, du- I'm, I'm Dusha. <laughs> I'm, du- I'm Dusha. Yeah, that's how I introduced myself. <laughs> you said your name properly. There's a reason we don't use it. Um, but no, to be oh. fair, I, I, I don't think Joe Seldon will kick more goals this year because well, what's the point? Because he'll, he'll play more, more midfield minutes because yeah. Danger and Abbott will rotate through the forward line. Yeah. Are his chances of winning a Brownlow gone, you think? Selwoods? Yeah. I think his chance to do it was the year that he came second to Gary yeah. Ablett. Right. And I... I think now that those that both the other two players that are probably stealing votes from him are now in his team, they were giving him enough trouble in other teams. He's in, he's probably he's probably it's I a shame. It's Gary Ablett and well, actually Dangerfield's probably in trouble for votes now too. I think nah, so too. Nah, nah. No, because it's hot. Like if because tell me that Dangerfield is ever going to get three votes if Gary Ablett has a standout game. Well, no, of course not. No, I'm not even not even like best on field, but just like a standout game. But then the issue is that the same could be said about Ablett. If Dangerfield has an has an has a that's, standout game, that's what I'm saying. Neither has, of them are going to win a Brownlow anymore. So you know what they're going to do? They should be like, oh, three votes. Selwood, Selwood win a Brownlow because they'll just be like, oh, we can't pick either of those guys. They're just Duncan too good. Might sneak through. Ah, oh, he won't. He no, didn't he get. He, he barely got any. It was bullshit. Zach Merritt's going to win the Brownlow this year anyway. So it doesn't Don't matter. Think he is. You know what? That's not outside the realms of possibility. It is. Yeah. Nah. Like not. Brisbane winning the flag. <laughs> no, that's no, that's that's that's, that's, that's no. Gone Brisbane, early? It's do you know, do you know, do you know what would ha- be more likely to happen than you guys winning a flag this mm, year? What? Luke Hodge winning the Brownlow. <laughs> I mm, yeah, because he'll just get reported. <laughs> <laughs> no, Round he's got one. the temper under control. Oh yeah, he absolutely. He, he said that last year going into his. Oh, this is probably my last year at Hawthorne. You know, I'm, I'm going to behave myself. 
it was because it was his last year. He was just throwing haymakers, yeah, just he, dropping people. He Alistair Lynch to the whole did. season. <laughs> <laughs> Round one, reporter for 22 weeks. <laughs> Still worth it. Great pickup. <laughs> so there's a lot of burning questions floating around these clubs heading into the year. Should we just go through each club and sort of see what's the biggest thing yeah, facing them? Season preview. Adelaide. Oh, so we're going alphabetical? We will. We'll go alphabetical. Okay, that makes probably that actually makes yeah, sense. Yeah, makes I don't know what sense. other order you do it in. <laughs> Just random order. Just- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Most exciting to least exciting. So when we get to like the last six clubs, we just skip them. <laughs> So least exciting. We'll start with North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No potential, no, no hope, no <laughs> terrible drafts. Terrible. Had a horrible season last year. So Adelaide. Terrible haircuts. I got a bit of a double one for Adelaide. How are they going to shake off the demons of losing the grand final? They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be there thereabouts. I don't think they'll win the flag. No, me neither. But I think they'll they'll be they'll be fine. They'll be top two, top three. I think they've cooked it. I think they've missed their year. Yeah, I, I actually would agree. Although again, we say that Bryce Gibbs is huge. It's a big pickup. He's, in my opinion, he's... Is he in Robbo's top 50? I don't know. Gibbs is like 48th. You know? So the thing, about, the thing about Gibbs, though, right, if he's playing in that grand final last year for Adelaide, they're a better side. Because as soon as Richmond started locking the game down in their forward half, all you do is just swing Gibbs back yep. and he just starts running. And you can only tag one of Gibbs or Martin. You can't tag both. Of Sloan. And, 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 sorry, yeah, sorry, Gibbs or Sloan. You yeah. can't take both. Jake Lever is probably like a big out, though. Apparently, they've got a kid, young kid who's going to slot into that role pretty seamlessly. Like, oh. I mean, they would say that, but whether it happens or not is the other thing, probably. I mean, yeah. They've lost some pace, I guess, with Charlie Cameron as well. But they've got some pace back with Gibbs. He's very quick. Uh, the biggest, like, that's that's the hanging question for me, but the other big one is, especially seeing how Tex Walker and some of those guys handled players leaving. How are they going to deal with the Rory Sloan situation? So Rory Sloan's out of contract and there's going to be speculation until he signs. But but here's the here's the weird thing, right? They were very savage on Lever and Cameron. Cameron. When Danger left, no complaints, no issues. I think with and- Danger it was like you've been here nearly ten years, wasn't it? Not, not yep. ten years, but like eight years or something. Yep. You've given great service and it's quite clear you want to go for family reasons. Whereas even like Charlie Cameron left for family reasons, they were kind of like, we took you in the rookie draft and you kind of haven't repaid the debt yet. Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, like Walker, fuck off. Like you, way, he's, you, you have no idea. Like, so when he's talking about leave, oh, he's just going for the money. Like he openly said that. You actually have no idea what's going through that guy's head. Like he, he might go, he might go, you know what? I want to go to, oh, he, he's got family in Victoria. I'm sorry. I love recording podcasts with you, but if someone said you want to come on my podcast for triple the amount of money I was getting here, I'd probably take it. You know what you'd be? What? Trader as a cunt. What if I was going for my family as well? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, that's you got no, Cameron. No, it's absolutely fair enough. Yeah, we got Cameron. I'm, I, I'm I, think, I think Tex was out of line. I think so too. I think I'll tell you one certainty. Tex Walker will never again win best captain. The fact that he's won the last two, I think, is well, fucking ridiculous. To be fair though... He was a great captain in that year that Phil Walsh died. But I wouldn't have given it to him last year. Nah. Like Joel not. Selwood, surely. Joel Selwood's had it like eight years ago. Cochin or, you know, I don't know. I just don't see Tex yeah, no one rates being a good leader. No one rates him. Like, I think they will now. They will now. He had a great finals campaign. So they'll just, he'll get it this year. Oh, actually, he probably will get it this year because there was also all that stuff right at the end of the season about him and Dusty's relationship. And how they're best mates. And, and how like Name just that Cochin clip. lets him. Babysit his kids, yeah. Even, I wouldn't do. <laughs> Even that clip of Cochin cleaning up the change rooms. Yeah. All the cups and stuff. Yeah. What, what a man. What a bloke. He's a great captain. Can I yeah. tell you something really weird? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is really weird. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So I had a dream last night. Uh, that I had to escort Cochin. So it was round one, start of the game, he was running late, and I had to escort him on into the change rooms. And for some reason, so I, I, I work at the ground, yep. and I couldn't get him there. And it was he, he was really polite about it, but I could tell he was getting stressed because the game had started. <laughs> he's like, I need to get there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. For some reason, this route I've taken is, on, is the worst possible way to go. He's like, no, it's fine. So I just take your time. And then we ended up outside and it was just <laughs> it was so stressful. But that wasn't the weirdest part. The weirdest part was he had blonde hair. Okay. And he walked in. I said, oh, why have you dyed your hair blonde? He goes, oh, I just thought it looked cooler for this year. Um, <laughs> so based on that, captain of the year. That's the fucked dream. <laughs> Adelaide playing at the... No, they're not. They're playing us. No, round one. They always play Carlton at the G. Oh, yeah. Coach, sorry. I oh, yeah, sorry. We, text, we're actually yeah. talking about Adelaide. Yeah. For some reason. had blonde hair? No, no, for a second. <laughs> a blonde mullet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd respect him more. He's also shaved. He's shaved. The mullet. The mo and the... He's got a sh- shaved hasn't head. had the mullet in years, has he? Yeah, yeah, the mullet last year. Did he? I don't think he did. No. I'm pretty sure his Twitter account is like R.O.P. mullet or something like that. <laughs> Have I just given him a mullet forever? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, he had one for probably six or seven years. He doesn't have the mustache anymore, which maybe I've just assumed that the mustache... Well, he's, he's, he's got a short haircut, though. I don't even know what he looks like anymore. He then. used to have a Lego haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like, he still used to look like a guy who drove a truck and occasionally played football. <laughs> so, boys, the Brisbane Lions, can they live up to the hype of being the comp's rising team? It depends how far, what you mean by how far you mean by rising. Well, Finishing I think 12th. Uh, no, I just think everyone expects that they're just definitely going to make progress this year. And um, like they'll we've make- seen teams like St. Kilda should have made progress last year and didn't. But no, to be fair, St. Kilda probably shouldn't have made progress last year because nothing really had changed massively for them. Whereas I think there's a lot of things at Brisbane. Mm. And I think one of the biggest things, 70% of your change will be Luke Hodge. Yeah. Just, just having a guy down the back line. Help kids out who are used to getting annihilated by a hundred points every week. So they've had the players, the AFL players survey in the last week or so, and the player voted uh, the most influential player who's moved to a new club 
um, the unanimous vote was Luke Hodge, yep. like ahead of you know, people like Gary Ablett, to put yep. that in context. So, his playing ability is not at the level of like an Ablett or some of the other guys who've moved clubs, but it's just the on-field and off-field stuff that he's going to bring. But see, put it this way, like, so Dangerfield comes to our club two years ago. He's immediately into our leadership group, mm. right? Luke Hodge, I think, has a leadership role at the Lions. He's not in the official leadership group because he didn't want to be. No, but he's because he's, he knows he doesn't have to be to yeah, be a leader. Correct. Yeah. And he'll mentor Harris Andrews, who is a leader. But like Ablett yeah. is an in Geelong's leadership group. Mm. And I don't think would want to be and will be. I just feel like having uh, – when you start out with a young He's team, just there to have a good time, whereas Hodge yeah. is there to like help Chris Fagan out and then become a coach. You kind of need to like – how many games do you think a team needs to sort of play together when they're younger before they get to that point? They probably need to hit the 80 to 100 games before they're ready to kind of challenge, you'd think. As a team? Yeah. As in – Like those players, you know what I mean? Like Harris Andrews, when he reaches about 80 games, Brisbane are probably going to be in prime position to sort of have a crack at playing finals. So they're a couple of years away still. But having Luke Hodge there, it almost adds like a whole season's worth of games to those players just by having him there to organise and like help them out. So it's huge. That being said though, what if Brisbane come out the first two weeks, get smashed? Will will Luke Hodge care for the rest of the season? I think he will because he knows what he's there for. He's too much also- it's too much pride in Luke Hodge. Yeah, I guess. He's like, he if they got smashed first game, he will rip shred. He was so angry. He'll just he'll get reported for knocking out his own players. So we're losing by 70 points. I'm dropping you. It won't be the losses that would be demoralizing. It would be if he gets injured and can't play. Yeah. Like, he'll still have a huge impact off field, but they really want him out there to be like that. Because, you know, when- He's an on-field coach. When you play fucking Geelong and there's 80 inside 50s coming in at Brisbane's back line, you want Luke Hodge there to be like, Harris Andrews, run there. Take yep. him. Do you know what I mean? That's Harris Andrews, word. just annoy Tom Hawkins enough so that he jumper punches you <laughs> and then he won't kick a goal for the rest of the game because he'll be angry at himself because he knows he'll be reported. That's right. Hey, with Carlton, how are they going to fill that hole left by arguably their two best players? They've lost Bryce Gibbs and Sam Doherty. They won't. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Dusha, 25 words or less. <laughs> There's a lot They've of optimism at Carlton this season. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. I think they're going to slide backwards yep. a little bit. They have to, I think. Yeah, but... The Carlton are a team that's been rebuilding for fucking 20 years at this point. Yeah, but to be fair, they fucked up their own rebuild. They were halfway through a good rebuild and they were like, hey guys, we made the finals on a fluke last year because Essendon got banned. We're not that good. And and we beat (laughs) Richmond, who are also Richmond. So Mick Malthouse, what do you want to do? I reckon uh, we, uh, we don't look to the future. It's now. All right, we'll just recruit a lot of old players. And uh, four years later, what the fuck happened, guys? Why haven't we... Oh, because we brought in Dale Thomas and a whole bunch of other guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's probably fair. Um, right. Well, that's this year. It's this year. Carlton, that, like, that was a foolish coaching appointment. They got seduced by Malthouse's record, but you should look at his record and be like, he was at Collingwood for 10 years. Like, he's he's not a Hinkley who comes in or a Bevo who comes in and immediately changes a club. He's old school where it's like this slow process where we get better changes slowly culture, over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that and, was and never he, did, he, did, he did great. But you look at every club that Malthouse did, he, he built If he had an extended time, and Carlton yes. don't have the patience for that, so they got rid of him. Although they do now. I think they will now. Yeah. They've, well, they've, they've been like, we just have to change because everybody else has gone past us, and it's fucked. I mean, the issue with Carlton is that for many years, their strategy was cheat. <laughs> yeah. And you can only do that for so long. You can. It's like, oh, what we'll do is um, we'll pay players outside of our salary cap. Isn't that illegal? Ah, no one will know. No one will find out. Uh, all right, all we'll do is we'll recruit a, a, a big name player and we'll pay half of his salary with the billionaire who's the president of our club. 
Half of Chris Judd's contract came from the fucking Vizzy recycling business that Chris Pratt... Chris Pratt? No, that's the guy from... Richard Pratt. <laughs> Richard Pratt. Chris Pratt's an actor. <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt... Uh, playing the, the role of Richard Pratt. <laughs> no, he's playing Chris Judd. <laughs> hey, so Collingwood, do you think they can actually start to climb under Buckley or is this just a bad two-year extension? No. I don't think they're going to climb either. And that's not Buckley's fault? Mm, some of it is. A little bit. You have to hold him responsible for things like Chris Mayne and stuff like that. I know it's not – he's come out – well, he's kind of thrown his departments under the bus by saying, no, I didn't really sign off on that. But to some extent, it's not just Chris Mayne. It's a bunch of – Now, see, but the issue is he's trying to coach a club where Eddie Maguire is president. Yeah. He's never going to get a chance to do his own thing because Eddie Maguire is going to be over his shoulder every step of the way being like, oh, nice. Oh, nice. I just want to want a word. You know, I know you want to get this um, – this uh, key backman because we need him, but uh, Chris Mayne's available. Mm. Yeah, and uh, he's got great hair, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I think uh, I think it would show that you know we're ready. Uh, what is he? He's a midfield forward. We've got a lot of those. Yeah, I think uh, Chris Mayne's the way to go. So, <laughs> also this young fella, Daniel Wells. He's not young. He's like thirty-two. Yeah, I think you should pick him up. He's very good. That was a bad decision, I think. The only good recruiting decision that they've made, besides probably Trelaw and Adams, but the problem with those guys is they're both midfielders. Yeah, is how. How was probably in their best trade. They are stacked in the midfield. On got, paper, their midfield looks like one of the best in the competition, but they're still shithouse. Well, no, the, the problem is, though, that the midfield gets the ball mm. and they go, fuck, where do we kick it to? <laughs> yeah. Because their forward line's got no one in it. Travis Cloak's dad came out and said, Buckley's game plan actually killed my son's career. Yeah, but David, David like, Cloak. Oh, David Cloak, all right. But he has a point because the game plan wasn't designed to help the key forward. It was just bullshit. And, like, they really have to decide – what they're going to do because it looks like Mason Cox is the focal point of the forward line. Because Darcy Moore's playing down back. They've got a lot of good players who can play that sort of Richmond pressure forward. They need to probably decide to do that. They're all injured. Well, yeah, they're all. That's Collingwood would have never had a good run with injuries. So they're just. Fasolo's gone at the end of the year, guarantee. He'll go to Perth. Yep, fair. I'd move out of there too. Collingwood wants you to believe they're the most powerful club in the AFL, but they're just shit house. So Tom Lynch won't go there. No, I wouldn't if I was him. With Essendon, boys, do you think that the squad. The new squad, they've brought in a few new players and all of that. Can they gel and become a legitimate contender this year, Dusha? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I love that all your answers are 25 words or less. <laughs> uh, just look, there's a lot of teams. Just trying to get my opinion out there as quick as possible. <laughs> but yeah, look, people, David King, have said that Essendon are a chance of flag. I disagree, but I think that we're a strong finals chance and I think that we will have... Then anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. And like Essendon finished seventh. Yeah, seventh last season. Yeah. And I think that we've got a stronger team now. And while seventh is quite high, it was kind of like a, not like a flimsy seventh, but like we would- Smashed in that final. Yeah, exactly. And like the moment that we finished seventh, we're like, look, it's going to be a stretch to even make it past the elimination final. I still believed in a fairy tale grand final where James Hurd handed the Norm Smith to Joe Watson, but you know. This podcast Um, wouldn't exist because I would have come till I died. (laughs) 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 <laughs> like people would have to attend my funeral and be like what happened to this man he died of dehydration how in October what was he doing ejaculating oh fuck hey what's a pass mark for Stringer <laughs> look if he kicks I just keep seeing you you're just like all shriveled up <laughs> just a big fucking puddle <laughs> Don't oh. Stringer. Oh. What's Stringer got to do? 
Kick 50, I reckon. All right. Well, that's a big ask. 40. That's better. I think he can do that. Freo, are they going to be able to find an offensive game plan like they've been trying to do um, for 10 years? Can I say that? They look they looked better in the JLT. Good enough to be like able to kick 100 points every week better? or <sighs> Not necessarily, but like Sydney don't always do that. Mm. Um, the Bulldogs didn't do that and they won a flag. Yeah. I mean... I don't think Ross Lyon is the defensive-minded coach he was. I think he is actually changing his game plan. I think it'll help if they can not have injuries. I think it'll help if Nat Fife can actually reclaim the throne of one of the best midfielders in the game. Yeah, Walters, Hill, and Hill are a nice combo yep. if they can get going. Um, and they've got some handy little pickups like a like Brayshaw, and there's that Stephen Jaro who's like four foot five and just like a blonde Fremantle-looking player. Like so it looks like a short Sean McManus. Um, Fremantle-looking player. Yeah, I think I think they can. Cool. I'm going to be honest. I think we've talked about Fremantle for long enough. Can we make a rule? Yeah. No more Fremantle for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be pretty easy to do. Can you imagine them doing anything noteworthy for the next 22 rounds? We'll I can't. Have, we'll just have a segment called Fife where we cover that. And all, all we do is just go... How good's Fife? And we just all say, yep, and then we move on. That's what the show's called now, yeah. How Good's Fife. <laughs> Any listeners from WA who like Fremantle, we're sorry, but uh, they're, just, they're just far away and I don't care. Tommy boy, this one's for you. Can the back line at Geelong hold up? You don't need a back line when you've got... <laughs> just, <laughs> don't, don't, don't need a back line when you're winning every centre clearance ever. <laughs> you've lost a few key players. We have. Lonergan and Mackey. I think... You brought in, you know, son of God, Gary Ablett. But you do need some class in that back line. I think I think the issue for us will be so the first few weeks will be hard. Mm-hmm. So Lockie Henderson's out injured. Um he's he'll be back, they reckon, by about round three. Which will be from then on, that'll be okay. Harry Taylor obviously goes back. Yeah. So you have Henderson and Taylor being the spine of that back line. You got Tom Stewart, don't count him out, very good player. You got Collar Jasney, who's come along pretty well. Yeah. Zach Tui, fucking sensational year. Yep. So he'll be great. Should have been all Australian. Probably should have been all Australian. Definitely. I think he, I think he was in my all Australian, and you both laughed at me. Oh, uh, bullshit! I would have been all on. I would have been. No, on I don't that. think you were. I think you, I think you were very not on it, Fuck, mate. No. Fucking find that information. Find that message. If only we recorded it. If only we recorded it in, a, in like Sands a precursor to this show website. on Sands Pants Plus. Um, no, so I think I think we're okay. I think I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Blitzarves or Cam Guthrie playing more across half back. Yeah, Blitzarves is a good back play if they can get him playing in that back line because he's quick and he can take a good mark. Yeah. So watch this space, Sean. It'll that'll be our that'll be our weakest point. Yep. So if we can just make sure that it doesn't fucking matter because we're winning every ball out of the middle and it's not going down that end. You know what they always say, and what I've always said, the best defense is hundred percent offense. <laughs> hey, Malcolm Blight tried that for many years at Geelong and we made it to a lot of grand finals and lost. <laughs> hey uh, can Gold Coast keep Tom Lynch? No. Uh, I think, look, the Gold Coast section of this is just like, they're a dumpster fire of a club. <laughs> the club culture needs to drastically change. I don't think it's going to happen in one season. Mm-hmm. Enjoy finishing anywhere between 10th and 14th. That's, that's too generous. That's very generous. Enjoy finishing anywhere between 13th and 17th. <laughs> find a spot. They can't come last because that's North Melbourne. <laughs> no, find a spot right now for a wooden spoon on your shelf if you're Gold Coast. Ooh. Yeah. And then you don't play to a home game. Melbourne for it. Don't play a home game in the first 11 weeks. Tom Lynch, I don't know. I feel like Gold Coast will have more money than anybody, and the AFL will fucking kick in money as well for Tom Lynch. So if he wants, the, if it's about the money, he stays. But I feel like it's probably about success and about the fact that if he stays at Gold, Clo- Gold Coast, like what he's playing in front of at most 10,000 people. Or if he, if he goes to a big Melbourne club, he'll play in front of 100,000. 
So here's the thing, right? So what do you want out of your career? He doesn't go to Collingwood because, yes, they'll have, they'll have the same amount of money as as uh, Gold Coast. He doesn't go to North Melbourne because they'll have the same amount of money as Gold Coast. And, and he doesn't go to supporters. St Kilda. Because they've all got... Le- <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you say? He'll go where? He won't go to St Kilda. Okay, I thought you said he will. I'm like, get You up. watch this. You watch <clears throat> Hawthorne yep. come out of nowhere and go, we haven't bought a big player for a while. We've got the room in our salary cap because a lot of retirements. And Hawthorne players are not against taking pay cuts to win grand finals. You watch them throw the house at Lynch and everyone in the AFL get angry when they swoop in there and get him. One more scenario for you. Yep. I think Lynch ends up at Melbourne and I think that um, Hogan goes to Frio. I think Hogan goes home for family reasons mm-hmm. and Melbourne throw the fucking checkbook at Tom Lynch. I think, got, I think Melbourne have got too many players that they've got to hold on to though. Hawthorne have a culture where Clarks is just like, nah, fucking stay and they go, okay. That'd be the only thing. Melbourne don't have that culture perhaps where all the players are willing to take a cut. Yeah. No, I don't, and, and yeah, no, I don't think so. It's a good fit. this year. If Melbourne make finals, Lynch goes there. Also, Richmond have thrown their hat in and said they'll have a crack at him too. So yeah, they don't have the money though. Especially when they finish disappointingly like sixth this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they've spent all their – like there's no way that they can get Lynch and keep paying Martin what they're paying him, keep paying Presti what they're paying him, keep paying Rance what they're paying him and not have any of those guys leave. Because yeah. if – like Rance has won a premiership at Richmond and he's openly said multiple times, oh, yeah, I could just quit. This might be his last season. I know. It's he was, was going to quit two seasons ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. Not because he didn't love it, because he was like, I was just looking for something else he was to off do. contract and clubs came sniffing. And Brisbane were like, well, we'll have a crack at him because we had Justin <laughs> Leppard as the coach back then and that was going to like smooth things over. And Rance was just like, no, no, it's not about wanting to leave. It's like, do I want to actually play football? Like, he's just very on the edge with that. He's a bit religious. Yeah, that might be a factor too. <laughs> GWS, do you reckon they're just a Ruckman, a quality Ruckman short of going that step further? Yes, in fact, when we get to it, we're doing a hypothetical uh, ladder. Mm. I've got them finishing ninth. They're not making oh. finals this year. Whoa. Oh, free falling. I'm making a big call. Yeah. The Giants are a quality ruckman and their back line has been decimated it has by been. players leaving and they injuries. perhaps have enough quality to cover in the back line, maybe. I don't no. know. If they no, I don't think do. they do. It's the ruck that's the huge issue. Shane Mumford's been the um, MVP of that club since he's been there. And he, he's a, he, they are a different team when he plays. You know why it's a ruck issue, the Giants? They've had every concession under the sun. But you can't draft like the best ruckman at low picks. It typically doesn't work like that. You've got no. to find them from somewhere else. Yep. And they haven't been able to find one. Well, I think I think the issue is that Rory Lobb isn't a Mumford. Yeah. And Dawson Simpson is their go-to ruckman at the moment. And uh, he couldn't get a game at Geelong and we didn't have any ruckman. So, uh, you know. At the Hawks, can the younger players take that next step to help the, the older bodies? Can they make the finals? Um, I have them missing, but only just. Yeah, I think so too. I think they'll be around the 10 sort of mark. This is a rebuild for them. Clarker doesn't give a fuck. They're never, ever going to attack him. He can do what he could turn up and be like, guys, we're playing every player on the field in the forward line except uh, Jared Ruffett will be playing down back. <laughs> and people go, why? He goes, I fucking won you four premierships. And they go, you know what, Clarko? You do what you want. <laughs> they let him bring in Tyrone Vickery. Now I'm battered an eyelid. It's true. That fucking worked. Can the Melbourne Demons get rid of the mental demons that are attached to them? Yes. In a I, word. Yeah. It'll take some doing. I reckon they just. I reckon if they make finals and they just come out and win the first one, they'll be right. Yeah, that'll probably do it. Yeah, even if they lost from then on. Yeah, next, yeah. next year they'll have that belief. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can do this. Cool. I, I so, don't think this year they've got the belief to make finals because I think all see all summer. Oh, they don't the make fact, the finals. The fact cool. they missed out by one game will infuriate them, and the fact they they missed out on one game to West Coast. 
boys. Who went on to play them in the most exciting finals game of the entire final series. So good. It was so good. <laughs> a man snapped himself in half <laughs> <laughs> for that result, and that was huge. Oh, so amazing. Charlie yeah. Dixon nearly looked like, nearly won the game eight times. <laughs> <laughs> boys, can North Melbourne regain credibility? No. 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 Next question. Port Adelaide. <laughs> uh, can their drastically new list band together? Yes. Have they shaken the horrible club culture that they apparently had that became very public after West Coast beat them in the first round of the finals last year? You season? mean Koshy's opinion of the footy club? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because what they'll do is, if Koshy starts acting up again, Charlie Dixon will just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> tell me that Charlie Dixon is not a guy who would just like murder someone. Sure, he'll just crack that egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, nah, but I think they can. Can Richmond avoid the hangover? No. No. No, see, I think they can, but I don't think... I think them avoiding the hangover is still not them contending. No, and I, but I think the issue with Richmond is... I've still got them in like the top four or five, but I think the issue with I Richmond too. is they won on the back of a really innovative game plan that I think every club will be prepared for. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have to reinvent, plus they'll get a harder draw. Yeah, much harder. They had an easy draw last year. I don't see them doing a Bulldogs and missing completely, but they won't, they won't go back to back. No, yeah. I don't think so. Hey, St Kilda, does a failed campaign... Put Alan Richardson in big trouble. Nah. I think it does. No. I think they're getting impatient. Fuck you. I think they are, mate. They brought him on there specifically for this reason. This is his fifth year, though. Or is fourth. It, it might be his really? fourth year. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, not been his fault, though. He's they had a lot have... of injuries to players that they've drafted in, and then one of the players they drafted in got banned for 12 months. For what they wanted, who? they should have. <laughs> uh, the guy who played for Essendon, remember him? Oh. Jake the Snake. Carlisle. <laughs> what else did he get up to in the off-season? I just can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the Swans. Should add him on Snapchat, guys. Can Buddy Franklin finally deliver a flag? It's not up to Buddy to deliver the flag because he gave it his best shot in that grand final. He was one of their best players in that Sydney Hawthorne grand Who's final. Who's it up to now? Everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Heenies. It's the Parkers. It's the Hannibus. It's the guys who go missing in those grand finals. Parker's done fuck all in a final. Yeah. Uh, Kennedy and, and Buddy have done everything they need to get that team to a final. The rest of the team have to go with them. How do West Coast stop their slide? I don't think they can. I think they're dropping even further. Nick Nat helps. Does he, though? Jack Redden probably helps. They they need contested ball winners, and they've just lost their two best. That's why Jack Redden helps. Uh, Jack Redden's a fucking spud, man. <laughs> Got that. Is she listening? <laughs> Nah, good on him. Congratulations to your years of service. At I, like Brisbane, you can, I like you can tell her at the teams we don't care about. Because, like, can they do this? Yes. <laughs> no. Hey, the doggies. Yeah. yeah. How's the back line going to cope? Because Marcus Adams is done for 12 weeks, and they reckon Eastern Wood's playing in the forward line now. And it's just a uh, fucking, I can't think who it is. Who's Lewis Young. No, Aaron, Aaron Norton. Young guy. Someone else. And there, that young guy. How can they do it? Straight up, Eastern Wood's back to the back line. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I think Western Bulldogs will probably do surprisingly well. I've got them making finals. Yeah, I just think that... Easy draw, no expectations. Because, yeah, the, all of the... Libba's had 12 months to get over his 12-month partying after <laughs> the finals last the, two years ago. It's taken that long. Jake String is gone, so he's not fucking Libba, other people's... Uh... Libba will have a huge year, I think. He's one of my mates, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's one of your mates. So he will. He'll be in the top 50 by this time next year, surely. Absolutely. Probably he, top 20. He and Danaher. One and two. <laughs> Fr- friends of the show, Joel, Dan- Joe Dan- Joel Danaher. Oh, oh, oh. Bit of romance oh, in the air. So, guys, we've cobbled together a bit of a top eight prediction. Yep. Do we want to roll? I'll, I'll roll through mine and we'll see if we've got anything that sort of yep. matches up. I've got Geelong finishing top. 
How's that oh, feel? I've got him second. Oh. So I'm happy to take him top. I'll just run through the eight. So I've yeah, got Geelong. This episode's long. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Geelong, Sydney, Adelaide, Richmond, Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Essendon, and GWS sneaking in. So I disagree. Uh, can I put a ninth, like smoky? Yeah, who's could finish ninth? ninth, could finish first. Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to finish 12th. Um, That's high. I've got Adelaide first, <laughs> Geelong second, then Sydney. Now, fourth and fifth are interchangeable. Richmond yeah. or Essendon. Does, just depends on how well Essendon play, I think. That spot's theirs for the taking. I think fourth spot's up for like Richmond, Melbourne, Essendon. No, not Melbourne. They're no, not I think good. No, Melbourne. No, uh, I've got Bulldogs right. coming in at six like a steam train. <laughs> Melbourne seventh, Port Adelaide eighth, GWS missing finals. Get the fuck out of here, Toby Green. Big. Um, On the back of that, is Cameron then in trouble? Jeremy, Leon, coach. No, you don't think so. They've played. They've made finals twice to threes and in a row. And if they fail, you think they would stay with him? Yeah. You don't think there'd be a question asked no. about that? Are you fucking serious? You're one of those dickhead fucking supporters who have every year the teams don't win a flag. Someone has to lose, Sean. No, 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 no. no. But the Giants... <laughs> the way it works the logical is eight teams make the finals the logical... and then only one wins a premiership. Yeah, they can't all win, mate. So the logical the game next step is yeah. that they make the grand final. Okay. If they don't, anything else is a failure. If they, make, if they miss the finals, epic failure. Then Cameron's job gets brought into question. I... People were questioning his job last year. I'm going to question your job, you fucking Well, cunt. you can question it. We'll see who's <laughs> talking at the end of the season. Righto. Geelong arrogance, I'll tell you. It is. Dusha, what's your ladder, mate? Well, I uh, didn't put mine together until we started recording the episode, so it's iffy, because I haven't actually written it down. Fucking excuses. Yeah, look, I've just been thinking about Essendon's glory. <laughs> um, I reckon I'm with Sean here. I honestly think Geelong will probably finish top of the ladder. Hey, I'm, I'm like that I've gone humble. So that's, yeah, yeah. that's your Geelong. It's actually reverse arrogance. I knew we'd finish on top, but I'm being humble. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> as much as I don't like them, Adelaide probably second. Hmm. Oh, it's tough for like three and four because like it's yeah it's really up in the air because like Richmond in theory should finish top four but I don't know if I think that they will but I also need teams to be third and fourth for Richmond not to make the top four <laughs> Sydney and Essendon Melbourne GWS actually let's go Sydney GWS in that order oh okay <laughs> the birds what the <laughs> fuck uh, Essendon fifth yep. yep Richmond sixth yep Doggy seventh yep you're sucked into GWS missing finals now, aren't you? You like that prospect. It's a good prospect. I just, I just put him at fourth, though. <laughs> and uh, Melbourne, eight. All right. No room for Port Adelaide. No, fuck him. <laughs> Gosh, if you're listening, fuck you, too. Yeah, no. He's definitely listening. Yeah, oh, he, he would. All right, round one. Get is... us on sunrise. I'll tell him to his face. <laughs> Win the cash cow. Round one. <laughs> <laughs> round one is on the weekend. Let's roll through the games. Richmond versus Carlton. Richmond. Richmond Wouldn't be easy. surprised if Carlton just sharp give him a bit of a scare for two quarters though. Yeah, maybe. Carlton but, come yeah, out kick the first two, maybe three. And Richmond goes. So Richmond supporters like collectively you just hear the clenching of assholes <laughs> of eighty thousand people. But yeah, that's I think an easy Richmond win. Essendon versus Adelaide. I'm going for the bombers. I'm going for the bombers too, Dusha. Home deck. I'm going to the games, so I which I've established multiple times in this episode. I'm scared. We have a lot of injuries. Which is bad. Because round one hasn't even started yet. <laughs> Who's key that's missing? Oh, like there's so many people in doubt. Parrish, Gleason, Heppel they're talking about. Heppel? Yeah. Oh, can I change my fucking tip? <laughs> no, I'm still going to go with Essendon, I Brendan believe. Brendan Goddard might not play. Oh, bloody hell. 
No, he's fit. He's fine. He'll be fine. He'll fire up too. So, Dushy, going with Essendon? I'll go with Essendon, but I'm not confident and it's worrying. If you ever tip against your team on this show, I'll slap you. (laughs) I'll do it. Because I've done it once and it feels disgusting. (laughs) Imagine if I do verbally say it. Imagine round one, I'm just like, yeah, Adelaide's got this in the bag. (laughs) St. Kilda versus Brisbane. Sean? Yeah. The Lions are going to upset the Saints. I love you, Tom. Dusha, what do you got? So uh, we have a footy tip competition, which we'll plug a little bit later. And yeah. I was filling out my tips a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I was getting too far ahead of myself. I had tipped Brisbane. Yes. Yes. But now. Well, guys, I'm going to tip St. Kilda. No. <laughs> I, um, I will, of course, be tipping Brisbane uh, because I love them. But also, I do think they're a huge chance. I think they're a massive chance. I don't do know, you know what, what to I just expect realized? from St. Kilda. What? We're in a footy tipping competition and we're giving away our tips. Yeah, but you know, it's actually yeah. It's well, fine. It's fine. What can you do? We can't um, we can't win the fucking prize. That's a very good point. We can't win the prize? No, Sean. Well, this is fucking disappointing. Anyway, let's rush through this game because I mean who cares? Port versus Frio. Uh, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. If both teams could lose, that would be good. A draw. Yeah. But a sad draw. Suns Everyone versus gets injured. Yeah. Suns versus North. It's a Suns home game. I'm not sure where that is though. Kazali. Kazali <laughs> Stadium. Um oh, I reckon Suns. Joe, this is this is this is literally the battle of who I, I could I couldn't care any less. <laughs> Who's more irrelevant? Yeah. Uh it's probably Gold Coast are more relevant, but I think they'll beat North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Gold Coast. <laughs> Hawks versus Collingwood. I'm going Hawthorne. Hawks, yeah. Hawks, yeah. Every day of the week. Yep. GWS versus the Dogs. Home game for the Giants, though. So, whoo, I reckon Giants. But that's a tricky one. Do you know what, boys? Yeah. It's going to be an ambush. Oh, oh shit. GWS. All right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm picking the ball. I'm picking the Dogs. Yeah, Dogs for me. Yeah. No, you, I, pick, you just picked the Giants. Oh, did I? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to change this before I put my tips in anyway. But I'll, I'll forget now, who I've said. Actually, now, that's a good yeah. point. We're recording this a couple of days before the game starts. I've already done my tips. You're fucking keen. Keen. Melbourne versus Geelong. It depends if danger gets up. No, it doesn't. Um, Do you know who's getting up? I'm leaning towards Melbourne. Fuck you. With with Gaz best on ground. Fuck, I hate you. I backed your fucking shitty lines to beat St. Kilda. Don't call them shitty. They haven't proven that yet. They are shitty. How many punch-ons do you reckon there'll be? At the Melbourne? No, at the uh, Brisbane one. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm picking Geelong, guys, because Ablett's back. Ablett out for, is, you know, mate. You've heard here first. He's going to get 30-plus kick three goals. Yep. Thoughts, Dusha? <laughs> I strongly disagree with that, uh, but I reckon Geelong will get up. Fair enough. Nakai Cockatoo will kick five, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those goals is he going to twang his hamstring? Uh, the Four. fourth. <laughs> <laughs> West Coast versus Sydney. It's over there. So pro- Sydney. Oh, actually, yeah, fucking West Coast. What am I thinking? Sydney. 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 Yeah. Sydney. Well, that's the tips. We're pretty much in agreement for most of those games. We are. It's bullshit. Except you went Melbourne like a fucking asshole. That might change by the end of the week. Tom, uh, we've got a footy tipping comp. Where yeah, can no, people find it? We do. So uh, last week, I, um, I was a dickhead uh, and I... For some reason, decided to make the URL for the footy tipping competition as difficult as humanly possible. It um, had like eight words. Well, it just took the name of it and turned it into a URL, which meant it put underscores in, which, um, you know, no good. They're not. They're not very good. <laughs> Practical um, to read out loud. I mean, so what is it now? It, well, it was uh, like uh, this. Fucking dumb. Anyway, it's now. If you go to footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash. HGF for How Goods Footy. Yep. The password to sign up for the comp is Sans Pants, All lowercase. And uh, you can go in and, and fight us for some tipping. If you don't know what tipping is, good. That'll actually help you. Yeah. Knowing too much about footy tipping fucks you up. 
So um, you don't need to know anymore. So go to that, sign up, um, get cracking. First tips have to be in by 7.25 Australian Eastern Standard Time on Thursday night. Way more specific than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Um, so we'll be in it. Uh, Matt Stewart from Do Go On has entered our hey. awesome. Friend of the show. Well, future friend of the show. Friend of me. <laughs> Who is he? Barry? Like, like Joe Danner and yeah, Tom yeah. Lubatora. Well, he He's very- going to be in the episode with them. Yeah, <laughs> um, Matt's your barracks. He's a very big St Kilda supporter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. not going to ring round round one, Matt. Uh, it's awkward. <laughs> big showdown. That's pretty much all we've got for the upcoming round one. Um, Dusha, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us well at How Goods Footy on Twitter. Uh, you can almost also email us howgoodsfooty at gmail dot com. We've also got the Sandspans Twitter account, which we can see if you want to tweet us at Sandspans Radio. We're individually at, I'm at douche13, D-U-S-C-H-1-3. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. Um, and if you want to see what this show sounded like when we had no idea what we were doing, you should become a Sans Pants Plus member for like five bucks a month, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, you can uh, get a whole bunch of bonus content, including the four pilot episodes of this show we recorded during the finals last year. So do that. Nice. Thanks for listening, guys. I've been Carney. I've been Tom. I've been Dusha. Thank you.